0: Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. Special greetings to my dearly beloved brother, my best friend, Apostle Guillermo Maldonado, a special man of God. I love him dearly. I love him dearly. And I'm honored to be here. You know, let me say this to you. You know, I love speaking to the church. I love speaking to all kinds of people. But I love speaking to young people. I really do. Because I know what it is to be you. It's very funny. I know what it is to be you, but you don't know what it is to be me. Because you're not my age yet. So there's a lot of things I can say by way of the filter of the experience that I couldn't say 30 years ago. Because I hadn't been processed at that point. But I'm very honored to be here, and to me, this is very sacred. I'm not, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not necessarily interested in hurrying this teaching. The reason why I say that is because in 19, 1991, I taught a 20 part series on purpose. I did because back then, the late 80s and early 90s, so many people were talking about purpose back then. And so that was when the, that was the year my school started. So when I come into a church and you tell me purpose, there's so many things that go off in my mind. And so tonight, this is what I have found. The clearer you make a message, the less questions there are. So my attempt is to answer corporately by way of this teaching, as much questions as possible and then at the end I know my dearly beloved is going to come up and we're going to take some of your questions now we're not charging you for questions just make sure that they're sensible questions and I believe we're gonna have some fun alright so I'm gonna start out and I'm gonna say something very weird to you about purpose I'm gonna read you a scripture first in fact I want you to go with me, please go with me please to Job Job chapter five. Job chapter five. Now we're going to read about ten scriptures. Remember, I said no. I'm not going to hurry. Okay, thank you. Now remember, now um, my intent is not to hurry. Wherever this, wherever this, wherever the Lord has me to stop, is where I'm going to stop. All right. But Job chapter five, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The way how I minister, I purposely minister very unorthodoxly. I do it on purpose because it changes the structure of the way you think. And I do it on purpose. I don't speak logically. I don't try to. If you put me in that box, you're going to have problems because there's nothing to that. All right. So just follow me right now. Job chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. Please follow me. And it's an interesting scripture. You wouldn't connect with purpose. But it connects to opening your mind to what we're going to do tonight. Listen to this now. Job 5, 6, and 7. For affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble spring from the ground. Yet man is born to trouble. (laughs) Let me read it to you again. For affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble spring from the ground, yet man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. You can tell I'm loaded. First thing I want to say to you is this. Write these things down. All men, are born to the mystery of purpose. Purpose is not automatic. That's the first deception. Purpose is not automatic. Two, purpose is not obvious. If purpose was obvious, everyone would see it. So in the final analysis you have to understand purpose is not obvious to the eye. If it's obvious to the eye, I'm telling you right now it is not purpose. That's why seeing a thing and doing a thing Because you see something and you do it That is not an indicator of purpose That was an exciting amen So let me get back to this Because I've seen a lot of people do things Because they saw the need to do it The need to do it Does not have anything to do with purpose So I'm going to start off again and say to you again all men God, I wish I could do, I wish I could do a course on it here. All men are born to the mystery of purpose. Purpose is not automatic or obvious. Hear what I'm saying. All men are born to. The key word is the word to, the mystery of purpose. Job starts out by saying it like this. Mm. For affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble spring from the ground, yet man is born to. Notice, man is born to. You're not born to purpose. Okay, I can tell I have to elaborate here. You're not born to purpose. You say, "What are you born to?" Trouble. You say, "Why?" Because of Adam's sin, we are the inheritor, the inheritors of the fall. All is born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Adam's legacy to the human race was the curse. We are born to trouble. What you're born to is different to what you're born for. Most people are born, hear me now, now. You're born to a family, but what are you born for? Let me move, let me go on. So remember what I said. Now, remember now. Remember now. If a purpose, if purpose was obvious, you would not need God. Now, are you hearing me right now? Now, you. I want. You, let me just do a quick disclaimer quickly right now. Me and your Father and the Lord, we say things we might word it differently, but we're pretty much saying the same thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? So I don't want this to be. Misconstrued I want this to be very clear Every man that's ever come out of a woman's womb Is born to trouble The scripture says it No man is born in his original state If you were born in your original state There would never be a need for a new birth Okay, let me move on Praise the Lord. All right, follow me in now. So he, so uh, let me do these distinctions very quickly. Praise the Lord. Keep it in the, the, the key distinction. I've got about 18 points. If the Lord permits me, I can give some of them to you. Remember what I said now. Born for something is different to being born to something. Very, very important. Let me give you illustrations. And before I give you illustrations, remember, I'm speaking very unorthodoxly, very unorthodox because you're smart people. I don't insult people's intelligence. I sometimes speak above your head because first of all, I'm not talking to your head. I'm talking to your spirit. And your spirit's gonna get what your head doesn't quite grab yet. Now, before I give you these illustrations and then begin to break these, break these things down, there's three types of purposes that we're going to go into tonight. Say it with me, three. three. Say it with me, three. three. Number one, this is where people have a problem. Number one, there's natural purpose. We're going to go into that. There's divine purpose. I hope to get into that. And then three, there's eternal purpose. None of these are the same. Some of them you can almost argue are intertwined, but there's a distinction between the latter two. Okay? We're gonna look at people, we're gonna look at people's purposes in the Bible Go with me to Romans 9, 17. Romans nine seventeen. <clears throat> Here we go. Pharaoh. Think of this. Think of Pharaoh. For the scriptures say to Pharaoh, for this very purpose, I've raised you up. Now, this is very interesting. And I'm going to put this out to you. I want you to, I don't want to think for you. I want you to think. Is it possible for a person to be in purpose and not know it? I'm going to ask you that question again. Is it possible for a person to be in purpose and not know it? Well, we know that because Pharaoh did not know it. Hear what it says about Pharaoh. For the scriptures say to Pharaoh, for this very very purpose I have raised you up that I may show my power in you and that my name be declared in all the earth. Now you look at the story of Pharaoh. Let's look at the background of Pharaoh. Prior to this Pharaoh... The other pharaohs had had an encounter with the God of Israel. In fact, so much so that the Bible says that Egypt prospered because the pharaohs, pharaohs, S, with an S on the end, pharaohs remembered Joseph. But then one rose up who did not know the God of Joseph. Yet, it was God who raised him up. So to pray against Pharaoh, you were praying against the purpose of God. There's a flip side. As there's heads, there's a tail. You understand what I mean, a tail? I don't mean in the in carnal sense. Okay. So we understand with Pharaoh. Pharaoh was raised up. And the scripture, says, the scripture says why he was raised up. Then when you look in Exodus chapter 3, we look at the story of Moses, Moses was called. Say the word "called." Oh. Now I don't have mark what well, I'm saying. It. I'm just going to say, it. stick a pin in it. All right? Can anybody here tell me what does the first? What's the first thing that a call does? There's a distinct thing now. A calling and a purpose are interrelated, but they are not the same. What's the first thing that a call does? Come on, shout it at me. Give me some, give me some things to you to think about. Come, come on. If you don't, I guess I'm going to have to tell you. I guess I'm going to have to tell you. Okay. The first thing that a call does, it separates, and two, it identifies. Now, the call is to God. You are never called to a thing. That shocks people, you say why? God calls you to himself and then he assigns you to a thing. So that's why if you try to do something in your own strength when the author and the originator, you've not met the source of it, it cannot stand. You will try and do something in your own strength and it does not work. So we understand that the call, the call separates and identifies. We look at the story of Paul, we see the same thing. Now listen to this now. The call is not always, you could argue, depends on your school of thought. The the call, nine times out of ten, what I've seen in the scripture is, during the time of the call, is the preparation for that thing you're called to do. Paul, the scripture says in Galatians 1 Paul went into the backside of the desert, and for 12, no, for 14 years, the revel- it, Paul had 14 years of revelation downloaded. 14 years. And then he spoke like this. He then said, and I spoke to those who were apostles before me. In other words, Paul's call to the ministry was not because of who he knew or what he knew. Amen. Let me move on. But that's not, my, I, I don't, that's not my call. That's not my assignment to preach. So we see that pattern with Moses. We see it with Paul. Now, let me just back up so we see where we are. Because this is where some people miss it. We think... That our purpose is in something we can naturally do. That's the first disclaimer of God to you. That is not true. Oh, let me give you a classic example. If you've ever run a business before, or better still, if you are a pastor of the church. <laughs> oh, Apostle, this is going to really speak to you a lot. If you are a pastor of a church, and you put certain people into offices based on their human ability, you're gonna have crisis. You say why? Every ministry functions on faith. God is gonna tell you to do things that is contrary to the education of people who only see facts and figures. If you see facts and figures, you're limited and you'll never go beyond what God has told you to do because other people are conformed to their education and what they've been taught by man. So if you put somebody there who we say are educated, we think because they're educated for it that they're called to serve in that capacity. And nine times out of ten, they become the hindrance. You say, why? Because you're called to do it by faith. You're not called to do it by sight. If you're called to do it by sight, then we better accept that this cannot be done because we don't have the money to do it. It's reality. So, so let me just say this to you because I, I wanna give you names who you all know. And then I'm gonna say something go funny to you. Look at the story of Moses. What was looking after sheep for 40 years, what did that have to do with confronting Pharaoh? Let's go further. Jesus was a carpenter. Can you tell me what does being a carpenter have to do with being the son of God? You know the deception with a lot of us? We think that what we've naturally acquired Qualifies us to do something that can only be done by supernatural means The Bible teaches Jesus was a carpenter I I want somebody to tell me What does carpentry have to do with being a son of God? I can't compare the two, there is none <laughs> what does ten? See, I'm talking about natural things, natural things that you've studied or you've learned to do. That has a shelf life. There was a shelf life to Jesus's carpentry. You say them why? Because from the moment he was called, he couldn't go back to it. From the moment he stepped into his purpose, he couldn't do it no more. I never take people who claim they're educated in a certain field. I know it's gonna sound dumb, I know it. You say, why? Because you're not gonna see it the way I see it. So you're telling me facts, I'm telling you faith. Big difference. Next quite. next disclaimer. What does being, now remember that's my mother. see I can't revelate, i got to say focus here. What does being a shepherd boy have to do with being a king? Now stop, now see, you're saying amen at the right points, but you're missing what I started out with. When I first stood up here, I said to you that purpose is not obvious. Am I clear, Reverend? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I mean by how purpose is not obvious. When Samuel came to Jesse's house, (laughs) David's own father didn't even count him as one of the the boys. Oh, 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 oh. uh, God sent me, Either I'm at the wrong house, the wrong time, the wrong place. Is this all your sons? Oh, yeah, I've got a son out there. Purpose is not obvious. obvious. Very good. Now, I'm answering questions. That's why in ministry, you never pick people who look the part or sound the part because they've never been tested. Purpose is not obvious. If it was obvious the devil could see your purpose. And he does not know your purpose. God is the author of your purpose. And it is not in the mind of God to tell your enemy your purpose. In other words, the devil don't know who you are to. You show up at the appointed time, at the appointed place to take out what you're on the earth. But let me sit down, sit, 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 sit down. Turn to person next to say purpose isn't obvious. <laughs> obvious. Oh, I, I had a terrible one there, but I ain't gonna say that one. Purpose isn't no I, I want to say to you again. See, purpose isn't obvious. Am I making sense, you apostle? We know it's not obvious. But there you go. Answer my question. What does being... What does being a shepherd have to do with confronting a Pharaoh? So you mean I have to so you all. Oh, so you mean to tell me So you mean to so so, him, so so you mean to tell me that counting sheep is the qualification to confront a Pharaoh. <clears throat> Interesting. Purpose is not natural, and it's not obvious. Next point, Moses had a son. Moses had a son. This is not logical because it goes against Jewish tradition and Jewish culture. Moses had a son, yet Gershom didn't enter the promised land. Did you know history shows the son of Moses never put foot in the Promised Land. It's interesting, father like son. Okay, Moses didn't, his son didn't. Somebody outside of that lineage led a people. Now, the obvious choice, oh Gershom, when Moses dies, you're gonna carry this mantle. Gershom didn't even leave. The wilderness. I'm going to say it till you get it. Purpose is not obvious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Purpose. No, I haven't started to preach yet. You just don't know. I'm just giving you my outlines. Listen, 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 listen. Talk about purpose not being obvious. Paul, how does a hater of the faith not obvious? You're not, okay. See, I love you, that's why I'm talking like this. See, let me give you an example. Purpose not, about purpose not being obvious. Judas was not obvious. (laughs) See, the Bible talks about being hidden in the Lord's pavilion. The word pavilion, it means a secret place. Now, if you all come from the street, you know street people. But disciples were street people. But yet, Judas had a game. That none of them could see. Purpose. Oh my God. I could stay on that point all night, but I can't make that my house. I'm going to say it again. It's not obvious. We look at Peter, (laughs) the most ignorant. Yet had one of the greatest revelations ever given to man. Who would believe that a man who probably cussed is probably, in, it's the truth, but though Peter was that kind of a character who would cuss at a split second. Because if you cut off somebody's ear with a knife at a split second, you cuss in a split second. That's so, you can analyze Peter pretty quick. Peter was not a simple person. And yet, this man, got the revelation that Jesus decided to build his church on. Truth is not obvious. And this is one I dread to say, but I'm gonna have to say it. Now, I know not, hear me in a clear spirit Promise me, him and spirit. Because purpose isn't obvious. Trump was not obvious. The obvious was the other person. You're not ready for me tonight. Do I, am I making sense to you at all? I'm not, I'm not getting political. I'm telling you reality. He was not obvious. And we know that because most of the nation didn't vote because they took the obvious for granted. Purpose isn't obvious. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. Go with me, please, to, no, let me move on, let me move on, Come on. When we say, let me st- if I stick here, I'll do better, so I'm going to stick here. Now, now, children, settle down. Okay, all right. <laughs> let me see. Can... Mm-hmm. Natural purpose, write this down, so let me get back to this now. Natural purpose, remember I said now, natural purpose has something that everybody can relate to. It's natural. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Natural, you got to understand this. Natural purpose, natural purpose, just keep the word purpose there, but I'm prefacing it with the word natural. Natural pur- purpose is driven, that's what I'm saying, driven by ambition, meaning a strong, de- this is good, a strong desire to do or to achieve something by way of education, training, and hard work. Now hear what I'm saying to you right now there is nothing wrong with natural purpose. In other words there's nothing wrong with you wanting to be a doctor there's nothing wrong with you wanting to be a carpenter. There's nothing wrong with, see there's nothing wrong But anything you want to be, till God comes in your life, has a time shelf on it. And it's limited. That might be why you're getting fired from your job. That might be the reason why things aren't working the way they should. You say, why? A natural purpose is different. It has a shelf life to it. We see that with Je- okay, back to. Prison. We see that with Jesus. We see that with Moses. There's a shelf life to it. Don't overstay your welcome with a natural purpose. Mm-hmm. So you can be educated to do all of these things. Nothing wrong. Hear what I'm saying to you. But you're going to find out that your fulfillment is limited. because it's what? Natural. Nothing wrong with education, nothing wrong with your training. Oh, be careful. Let me, just park, let me just park right here. What I'm reading you here today, what I'm reading to you right now is why the global church is in a mess, particularly the Western church. Because education has replaced revelation. A lot of people who a lot of people who are on TV speaking don't have the evidence of a call the education sounds nice the joke of it is anybody to see people don't understand this you better watch when you say you got revelation you say why because you can google information but you can't google revelation revelation means God has opened your eyes and given you insight. Anybody can say, well, just be positive. No, I'm talking about you understanding something from a supernatural perspective. Anybody can be, tra- I better be careful. Today, I'm just giving you some examples because I got to save this and move on. That's why today in the, in the church world, you don't need discernment. You say why? You've learned psychology. You understand what I'm saying? Say? The problem is, is that in church, when you're dealing with spiritual issues, you better have some revelation. You better have some discernment because your revelation won't help you with a Jezebel. Your revelation won't help you with a Delilah. Your, your education won't help you with a Judas. You better have some revelation. There's nothing wrong. Now you have to understand this. There is nothing wrong with education. You're supposed to have an education. When you have an education, you understand the way man thinks and why he thinks it. Nothing wrong. And for you to work in his world, you're going to have to understand the way he sees it. Do I, am I making sense to you? Yes. Oh my God! Let me sh- let me just say this. Let me just say it to you again. Now, I'm here now, Nat- natural purpose, natural purpose. Strong desire to do or to achieve something by way of education, training, or work. None of this indicates a purpose or a call. It's from a desire to do or be. Wow. Now, listen to this now. So natural purpose, say it with natural, natural purpose, can be acquired. Can be acquired. Thank you. <laughs> the word acquired simply means to learn or develop something. Now hear this now. To learn or develop. Now you gotta hear this now. To learn or develop something. Now in most cases, we learn to do something that is not naturally part of us. It's what we desire to do. You say, why? Because if it's natural to you, you wouldn't need to learn it. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I have to keep it down here. Simply put, natural purpose can be achieved by natural means, in other words, without God. Am I making sense to you? God this thing. Now hear this now. There can be there can be, and I know you might, you can, I'm going to let you develop your senses and judge this for yourself. There can be options with purpose. We Now, that sounds interesting now. Now, remember I said to you now, there's three types of purposes. So, when I say to you right now that there can be options with purposes, well, which one of the three am I talking about? So, you have to understand, you and I, we are not things. We're people. We've been given the power of choice. There's an option to do, like what Shakespeare said to be. Reality. purposes or purpose is implemented by seasons crisis and opportunity 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 gives you the pers- sorry opportunity sorry let me back up, sir. Purposes are implemented by seasons, crises, and opportunities. Opportunities to. to I, I forgot the way I wrote it down. Sorry. Opportunities affect the way you see a thing. A person in purpose doesn't see a problem, a person in purpose sees a challenge. That was how David saw Goliath. A man in in purpose understands that everything that comes into his life is by way of purpose, not by way of accident. That's why nobody else, nobody else could take on Goliath. Nobody else could. You say why? Because everybody else saw Goliath as the problem. David saw Goliath as the opportunity. A man in purpose is powerful. A man in purpose sees everything from the perspective of purpose. I have no ability to see you outside a purpose. Now, my question is why or how long? That, may, that is something that unfolds. Do you understand me? Like, I meet you, I don't know why. I'm, no, I meet you, I can know why, but I don't know how long. You say, why? Because your, your purpose is affected by seasons. Seasons change, seasons regulate. No man is designed to live in one season. That's why when you try to, you, okay. That's why when you try to make things the way they've always been, it will never happen. I've been married to the same woman for 35 years. The 29th of September is 35 years. For me to stand up here and say to you that I am the way I was 38 years ago when we met would not be true. That would not be true. And it would be wrong to say. Because as you grow, your needs change. Where are you having? I know most of you don't understand what I'm talking about. I understand that. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Ask your mama. They'll tell you about it. She'll tell you about it. But hear it again now. So, so go, go, go with me quick. Go me quick. I got to do this quickly. Uh, praise the Lord. I got time, Apostle, haven't I? You said I can take my time and do this. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ephesians 1. Sorry, sorry. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes 3, the famous scripture that everybody knows. To everything, to everything. Remember what you've heard me say before. To everything. First of all, find the thing. First of all, let me upset you with something. Don't find the thing, find God. When you find God before the thing, in fact, if you find the thing before, this is going to surprise you. Oh, oh, this is good. If you find the thing and then present it to God, that's questionable. That's why a lot of us, we make a mess and then ask God to come and bless it. I'm gonna say it again. A lot of people do things because they want it and then ask the church to come and bless it. So if you put the cart before the horse, it's not going nowhere. So if God, that's why the Bible says the, the golden rule of scripture is what? Seek ye God first, everything next. God doesn't reveal a thing Till he reveals himself Because outside of him That thing is an impossibility oh. To everything, to everything, to everything Say with me, to everything There is a season A time for every purpose under heaven I want you to notice For every purpose, not in heaven Under heaven So anything that's under heaven has a purpose to it. So keep that in your mind now. So how do we recognize our purpose? How are we in tune to our purpose? We're in tune to our purpose by way of understanding changes, shifts. Now, is it always easy? Remember what I said to you? Remember what I said to you? purposes are implemented by way of Caesar's crisis and opportunity Romans 8.29, please oh, Praise the Lord For whom, now listen to this Now this is the distinction between God's purpose and man's purpose God's purposes are all based on God's foreknowledge. Say the word foreknowledge. foreknowledge. And based on the foreknowledge of God, the Bible then says, He predestined things. In other words, pre, pre before. So in other words, there are things that can come into your life and you don't know why. You say, why? God has shaped and planned it that way. It's not going to happen any other way. Oh, Jesus, praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Whom he what? Come on, say the word. Whom he he what? Now go with me to the 28th verse. I said 28, didn't I? I know I said 28. They put 29, but I meant 28 too also. Now hear this now. Remember I said to you? Let's do this now. And we know that some things... So in other words, now this is a hard thing to say, but write this down. A purpose can be delayed, but a purpose cannot be denied. You know what that simply means when I say to you, a purpose cannot be denied? Moses left Egypt at the age of 40. And yet at 80, he had an encounter. Age has nothing to do. Some of you thinking, oh, I've missed it. No, you haven't missed it. Yeah, you know, I just heard you might have missed a season of it. That's why you feel like you're put on a shelf. God's not done with you, but you're just on a shelf. God knows when to put you back in the game again. He took Moses from the, he took Moses from the palace. He took Moses from a city life for 40 years. Do you know what it is for royalty to then go out one day and be looking after sheep? Wiping their behind, doing all kinds of stuff, doing stuff that you would not do if you were the prince. And we know that some things. Talk to me. Come on, talk talk to me, talk to me, tell me. Okay. So, my question right now is this. So, if we know that all, it says, first of all, for we know. So, if we know, why do we question our trials related to our purpose? All, sorry, and we know that all things work together for good. Now, say the word good. Say it again, good. All right, tell me, does any of you remember what's the Hebrew word for the word good? Tov. what does tof mean? Oh, it means prosperous. So in other words, things might not look right, but don't go by how it looks. There's something beyond what you're seeing. It's gonna turn around. I said it's gonna turn around. It's gonna change. Don't focus on how it looks, because all things work together so good. Let me tell you something. No man can claim a victory, lest he had a fight. No man can claim a resurrection, unless he died. I said, some things work together. Come on, Jezebel, no bells, every bell. They're all, they, they don't realize it. Name them. It's all working for what? Good. In other words, there is no purpose in the mind of God that is related to your detriment. Your purpose is Satan proof. The devil cannot steal it, he can't deny it, he can't cancel it, he cannot disallow it. Even if I feel like I've missed a season, God still says, you're my prophet, you're my apostle. Everybody else has put you out, but I'm about to put you back in this season. And this season will be greater than the other seasons. God has not revoked your call, or your purpose all things work together all things things work together for good to those who want love and to those who are called okay Write these things down, please. You've, wrote, you've written it down. Now go with me to Romans 9, 21. A divine purpose, a divine purpose. Let me just touch it. We, we understand about natural purpose. I'm not talking about what you went to school for, what you're trained for and everything. I'm not talking about, I remember what I said to you though, not that there's anything wrong with that. I just heard God say, the difference between natural purpose and divine purpose is that natural purpose is not in the will of God where divine purpose is now listen to me here now when we say the word divine when we say the word divine, tell me, what does the word divine mean? Come on, you're in Miami. You should be telling me this question. What's the word divine mean? Well, well let me say to you like this. Let me say to you this. I believe in healing. Hear this now. I believe in natural healing. Nothing wrong with it, And I believe in Divine healing. Divine healing comes direct from God without the aid of man. Listen to this, because it's going to sound funny to you. Now, when you flip the word divine and you really begin to break it down, you know what it means? Well, we know it's from God, but listen to this. It means only you can do the thing you do. you are the one that was chosen to do it. That's why for some people, when you tell them to do something, they don't quite do it the way you would. They're not you. They're not meant to. Your frustration is they're not you. Stop trying to make them you, they're not you. Does that make sense to you? No, you God, David, nobody else could have taken out Goliath but David. Nobody else could have taken out Pharaoh but Moses. Nobody else could go to the cross. Now listen, this to me is good. Real good. I want you to learn this. The older you get, you're going to relax in it. I don't mean when you get lazy, but you're going to relax in this. The minute you really find yourself and you know who you are, can I tell you something what you're going to find? And trust me, I've learned this. I've learned this with people I've trained, and God, some people I wish I never set eyes on, let alone I'd even trained. I'm telling you from experience. It's going to make you cringe when I say this to you. People, learn this. Apostle this is going to speak to you because I know you've done this. You've, I know what you've gone through. I'm talking in ministry. We've all gone through some of things, but he's going to speak a lot to you. Always remember. You know what I'm going to say? You're not in the spirit. If you're in the spirit, you know what I'm going to tell you. Oh, you don't know? Okay, so I'm going to have to tell you. All right, let me just let me just let me just take let me just take my time. Just tell you. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay, no, 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 no. This is, we can take time to learn this. Your life is worth more than 20 minutes. You better invest in it. Okay, listen to this. I said it to say this. When you know your purpose, and you know who you are, you will never, that's one, that's true, one, that's one. Two, the security of knowing Keeps you from competing. If you compete, that's when you're in the flesh. You can be like someone, but you're not them. See, we're made like God, we're not God. Did you pass away? Are you there? Does that make sense to you? That's why, that's why you can tell people who really are not secure in their purpose and who they are. Because if you are, you'll never compete. People can always tell the original. No matter how you do it, they can tell it. Like if you go to a bank, you know, Apostle, I learned something so funny years ago. There's a girl who I know years ago. She used to work in a bank. And she said, one of the first things that they teach you is how to know a fake, fake money from real money. Is that true? You know the real thing. And kind of people, when you know who you are and you know your purpose, people know the real you. You don't have to dress it up, work it up. It just is what it is. God of mercy, this is so good, this is so good. Quickly go with me, quickly go with me please too. Acts 13, about, oh, what does it say about purpose? Just write this down quickly please. Acts 13, 36, about David quickly, divine purpose. Acts 13, verse 36. Acts 13, 36, is it up there? This is what the Bible says about David and his purpose. Now, we all know the story of David, a giant killer, yet a man with miserable failures. But yet God never took from him what he saw in him. Yes. For David, after he had served his own generation, by the will of God fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw corruption. Powerful, isn't it? Very, very, very Powerful. Purposes are generational. There you go. Did you know that the Asian culture understands a generational anointing? Because did you know they think 300 years ahead, the West is way behind. Proverbs 19:21 divine purpose When we talk about a divine purpose only you can do it now you know the fun of this because only you can do it you can't delegate it better watch what you delegate hear this now now when we're talking about a purpose now we're talking about a master plan we're talking about the master plan of God forever. The master plan, it means it overrules what you've planned to do or what you've planned to be. Listen to this now. For there are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that's what will stand. Psalms 33, verse 11. Quickly go there. Divine purpose. Divine purpose. Does anybody here know the story of Jonah. I'm sure you know the story of Jonah. It's not Jaws. It's a big fish. you understand this? Okay. Remember the story of Jonah? Divine purpose, you can't escape it. That's what you see in the story of Jonah. You can't escape it. In fact, a man in rebellion to his purpose can... Ooh, that's a message. A man in rebellion to a purpose can sink a ship. The question right now is, whose storm are you causing? Okay, let me move on. Now listen to this. Listen, to this, listen, to this, listen, listen, listen. Hey, hallelujah. You ready? Okay, listen to, this, listen, to this now. Go with me to 2 Timothy 1 9. 2 Timothy 1 9. Now, watch this now. Who has saved the word, say the word? Who has and with a not according to our words, but according to his own purpose. and grace. Write this down. This is going to... Remember I said to you, I only gave you pieces enough for you to think tonight. Listen to this. The blood of Jesus redeems purpose. The blood of Jesus redeems purpose. Your salvation is the beginning of purpose. That's why you're not in purpose till you're saved. See, God wants you to know what you're doing why you're doing it. That's purpose. But when you're doing what you're doing and you don't know why you're doing it, you're going to have a problem doing it. But when you know why you're doing it, it's a whole other story. Now you're saved. Whatever you've lost, whether it be your age, whatever it is, through the cross, your purpose is redeemed. Let me just show you instances of how a purpose. Okay. Okay, case one, case one. Three people in the Bible who had purpose redeemed. Now, I feel I'm talking to to some of you here. It's going to really make sense to you. There were people in the Bible who really, Apostle, we've all done it. We've all, hear me, I'm probably the oldest one in spiritual age here. I probably am. And I can tell you, there's times I've missed it. I I don't even hide it. It doesn't bother me. I have missed it. I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't, do I make sense? I wouldn't even stand here and say, well, because I did this, she did this, he did this. I I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. There's times I have missed it. The anointing does not mean that you can't miss it. Don't let anybody fool you. The reason why I'm saying this is because of this. The blood, the work of the cross, reinstates purpose I'm gonna give you some I'll give you the scriptures for it as we go along I'm just giving you the scripture reference in fact, let me do it now go with me quickly keep it in your mind keep it in your mind God saw you from eternity not time God have mercy just keep it in your mind God saw you from eternity not time that's why it says before time began you were a purpose before you were here in the mind of God, no man can ever stand before God without what God saw in you complete. Listen, this is because it's powerful. People in the Bible whose purpose was redeemed, people who missed it but yet had their purpose reinstated. Can you have your purpose? Can you really miss it? Can you really be redeemed? Can God ever use you again? Well, let me give you an example. Peter thought he missed it. <laughs> Peter thought he missed it. That's why Jesus said, go tell the disciples and Peter. Because Peter did not feel included. Through the blood, the original way Jesus saw him, upon this rock, I'll build my church, against guest we will not prevail. <laughs> When Jesus said that, Peter knew he was reinstated. You heard, but you didn't hear it. At the resurrection, Jesus was reinstated. Now, you know what's prophetic about that? Why his purpose was reinstated? Because prior to that, when Peter had a revelation, his name was changed. In other words, when you're called, whatever you were, God changed it. You might have been been Michael before you were called. Now you're someone else. People whose purpose was redeemed because they missed God. Abraham. My goodness gracious me. Because of Abraham, we have the Arab nations because of that mistake. But he was redeemed. Saul. Saul. The reinstating of the purpose through the blood. Saul's name was changed from Saul to Paul. Abraham from Abram to Abraham. Peter from Simon to Peter. And then Ephesians 3. Write this down. Ephesians 3:11. Thank you very much. According to the eternal purpose now, to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. What purpose? What kind of purpose? Say it again Okay can I tell you something The eternal is set it This is not infinity wars It cannot be altered It cannot be changed It just is Do I make sense to you Don't let anybody tell you that it's finished with Job 42 verse 2 Quickly go there with me Job 42 verse 2 I know that you can do anything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Another version says the word thought. T-H-W-A-R-D. Thought. And that word means to prevent. In other words, no purpose can be prevented. Now here, I didn't say it can't be delayed. But it can, but it cannot Be prevented. In other words, it's going to happen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, I guess I'll stop. Okay. You sure? Because you make me nervous. They're playing. Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Keep it in your mind now. As there was one David, as there was one, as there was one. David, as there was one Moses, there's one of you. There's no other way of looking at it. When we say the word, I I had to, let me just say it from here. When we say the word purpose, the concept of the word purpose, because there's a concept to the word purpose. It's not just the word purpose, because the word purpose means different things to different people. When we say the word purpose, in Hebrew, it's the setting forth of a thing. The setting forth of a thing. Another word for it is the word decree. A purpose is a decree. Oh my God. So if a purpose is a decree, that means a purpose, in the true sense of the word, is a command. It's what you're commanded to be. It's what you're commanded to do. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That's why you can't do anything else. And the sign of how you know when God has separated you to something is because in your natural ability, it didn't take an anointing. To do the purpose of God Now the anointing has to come You say why? Because the anointing Is the authorization of a purpose There you go So that's why until until Acts 1-8 happened We had a gathering Till the Holy Spirit Follow me I want you to Because we're seeing this in in the church world today most services today, most churches are gatherings, they're gatherings, they're not an assembly. You know why? Only the architecture, the architecture does the assembly. Did you hear me? When a car is to be made, how is it made? It's what? Assemble. Oh my God, a mercy. Move on. Praise the Lord. Keys to understanding God's purpose for you. Yes. And so there are times, because a command, God looks to who will respond to that command. If you respond to the command, you've responded to the decree. Purposes are decreed. You have to know the mind of God. When people say I decreed, I don't know half the time what they're saying. But a purpose is a decree and it's a command. Understanding the purpose of God. Undes- sorry, understanding this. Understanding now The now, I'm sorry. I'm trying to go too quick. I promise you I'll stop in five minutes. I'll stop before McDonald's closes, I promise you. <laughs> All right. All right. Go with me, please. To Proverbs, Proverbs 21. Proverbs 21. Sorry. Proverbs 20, verse 5. Proverbs 20, verse 5. I want to go back to this. Keep it in your spirit, please. The counsel, counsel in the heart of man is like a deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Now, people, let me just say this here, and I'm just going to save this here because this is what a large part of my ministry is about. There is something about revelation that activates a purpose. Sometimes it's who you're around activates you. It takes an environment and an atmosphere to activate something. That's why there's some things you're not until you're in that atmosphere. See, deep calls on to deep. So that means... Revelation is co- So in other words What I'm sharing with you What apostle sharing with you The revelation in, in us Is calling to the revelation in you The spirit of God in us Is calling to the spirit of God in you You say what is it doing It's pulling out It's drawing out What's really in you Whether it was suppressed Whether it's been pushed down or not But the Bible says A man of understanding will draw it out Seek and you shall what? It's a law Then Jeremiah, sorry, then Jeremiah 32 verse 19, what's it say? Jeremiah 32 verse 19, here, here it is now. You are great in counsel and mighty in work, for your eyes are open to all the ways of the sons of men. You give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doing. Now go back there to the top verse there where it says now, you are great in counsel Purpose requires counsel. (sighs) Jesus mercy. I would dare say the reason why we have a lot of things that have not gone right is for lack of counsel. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let me close with these three caps three types of purposes, tell me them say it again tell me the difference between the three okay go back with me to Job 5 what, what is man born to okay What he's born to is different to what he's born. So don't get trapped in what you do. Thank you for joining us today and a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.